Hi, this is Hillary from Frame of Mind Coaching, and I'm here with Kim Addis, the CEO of Frame of Mind Coaching. Kim, you wrote a book called What Focus on Grows, What You Focus on Grows. And so today I want to examine uh, the idea of what that means. So can you break that down for us a little bit? Well, it's pretty simple. <laughs> Wherever we place our attention, we bring that into our experience. That's, that's what it boils down to, right? So okay. when we focus on the things that are awesome, amazing, wonderful, fantastic, we bring that into our experience. So wherever we put our energy, wherever we place our attention, wherever we uh, literally turn ourselves to is what we tend to bring into our sphere, into our world. By the same token, when we pay attention to all the things that are horrible, rotten, awful, and terrible, we bring that into our experience more and more and more. So, I mean, we can take any example. We can take the example of driving to our destination and focusing on all the rotten drivers. Mm -hmm. When we do that, we get frustrated, we get annoyed, and our ride isn't as fun. Having right. said that, we could also go the same journey and talk to a friend on the phone or listen to a great podcast or bop to the music, right? And the same exact journey will ex feel a lot different based on where we're paying attention. Now, we're talking about something as simple as the traffic. Mm -hmm. We can apply the same principle, what you focus on grows, to our work experience, to the people in our lives, to our children. And so when we focus on what's broken, we just get annoyed. We get frustrated. We get mm -hmm. angry. We mm -hmm. get disturbed. Mm -hmm. When we focus on what's good and right, our lives become richer, more fulfilled, and more joyful. Now, the question is, should we never focus on what's broken? We need to sometimes. We need to sometimes sure. identify things that aren't as good as they could be. But we also need to use that as contrast. In other words, we need to use the negative experiences or the things that didn't go quite right as a leveraging point for us to understand better what we would rather have or to focus on solutions. So when we focus on the problems, we get more problems. When we focus okay. on what's broken, we just get emotionally riled up, right? Mm -hmm. but when we identify a problem and say, okay, what's the solution? Even in that question alone, we're focusing on bringing to ourselves a better experience. We're right. focused on how to make improvements. Right. 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 So, so the bottom line is what you focus on grows is the fundamental basic principle that allows us to determine the, the value, the wealth, the richness of our lives. So okay. what are you focused on? Are you focused on what you want or are you focused on what you don't want? Right. Okay. So, so in saying that, I'm going to read a journal question that I really believe applies to this concept, what you focus okay. on grows. And I want you to tell me, uh, I want you to coach this person. It might sound a little familiar, but we're going to go ahead here. Okay. Uh, I'm really frustrated. Every time I rent a home, a year later, I end up having to move out because the owner either wants to move in or rebuild. Each time I have to move, my rent increases, not to mention the moving expenses. 
I live in an area that is uh, has very low inventory and uh, need to stay because my children go to school nearby and it allows them to get home safely on their own. How do I get what I want when the reality of what is is so dismal for me? How does that person switch? Yes, I know this person very well. So there's a lot here, right? There's a lot here. Uh, One of the things that, I mean, let's just kind of break it down. The first thing that breaks down when we look at it is this keeps happening to me. I'm a victim. Sorry. (laughs) Keeps happening to me. I keep getting slammed. I barely get up and then bang, something hits me over the head again. Yes? Mm, Yes. Yes. So, uh, so, so the feeling is I just can never get up underneath the barrage of expectations, uh, you know, responsibilities, stresses. It never gets better. You know, it gets better for a short period of time and then it gets, and then it gets bad again. And so first of all, that feeling by itself is something we need to address. The feeling Mm -hmm. of, you know, like I just can't keep getting slammed. And so the, the real the real thing that we want to focus on right now is not only what you focus on grows, but when these things happen, right now this person feels as though it's a punishment. Yes. Well, it, they they don't view it as a good thing. It's it's very stressful, and it's just okay. So yeah. so let's just talk about stress for a minute. Stress happens when we interpret the events or the circumstances in our lives as something negative, bad, harmful, yep. difficult, et cetera. Sure. And so the truth of the matter is events are events and, and they're all neutral, right? Circumstances are neutral. It's our interpretation of those events that cause the negative feeling or sometimes the positive feeling. And so the first thing I want to do with this person is say, hey, this thing has happened to you. Could it be a good thing? Could it be a good thing? And if if for one brief moment we start to lean on the side that it could be a good thing, then maybe we let go of the fact that it's, it's a bad thing. Maybe we let go of the idea that it's stressful. Maybe we let go of the idea that, you know, here's another kind of bang over the head that's bad and, and hurtful. Maybe this is an opportunity. Maybe I don't know what the opportunity is, but maybe it's an opportunity for something better. So that's, thing number one. We often interpret events in our lives as a bad thing. And what I want to do is help people understand that events are just events. And it's up to us to take those events and turn them into a good thing based on how we focus our attention. Right? So how is this a good thing? That's thing number one. Thing number two is this person has a very kind of tight view of what possibilities are. I'm stuck in this neighborhood. There are no other opportunities. There's no other neighborhood that will be safe for my kids. And the parameters in my life cause me to feel trapped. And, and the word trap comes up for us a lot in the coaching world. Whenever you feel trapped, you don't feel good. It's a horrible, terrible, awful feeling. Yeah. You know what's really interesting? More often than not, what traps you is your thinking. It's not the yeah. actual circumstances. It's how we think about the circumstances. And so you know, right now this person is focused on how things are bad and tough and stressful and, you know, pushing him or her into a worse state. 
But the truth of the matter is this person needs to start to think about solutions, opportunities, how this could be better, and look at their basic beliefs and say, what do I believe to be true about this situation and the limitations that I think exist? And how mm-hmm. do I challenge those beliefs? How do I move past those limitations? How do I really say, hey, is it true that I have to stay in this neighborhood? Is it true that there aren't any other places I can live? Is this my only option? You know, I say inventory is low. Maybe I'm limiting the scope. And maybe this is actually an opening to move to a whole new lifestyle, a whole new opportunity, a whole new way of life. I've been living here for a long time. This has been my world. Maybe it's time for a whole new world. But this person isn't thinking that way. This person is feeling bad. And so, yes, if we go back to the basic principle of what you focus on grows, this person is focused on all the reasons and all the ways this situation is terrible, horrible, and awful. As mm-hmm. long as this person stays focused on that, she or he can't get to a new place. It's impossible. So, so I have a couple questions with that. So, so it's a twofold thing. So first of all, you know, a lot of us look at reality, what is in front of us as what is, and they can't, you know, when you're stuck in that, what is, when it doesn't feel good, it's really hard to kind of get yourself to a place of positive thinking or looking at what is the opportunity here if you're so stuck in that, in that reality. Um, so let's start with that. How do you, how do you shift if you're just here when you need to be here? It's really hard to get there. Yeah. So, so a lot of people have uh, a difficulty shifting because of this so-called reality, right? Like the reality is, look at my bank account. The reality is there is no inventory. The reality is I'm stuck in this neighborhood. The reality is. And so number one is that people hold on to their realities for dear life because it seems to feel safer, more familiar, more vivid, right? They hold on to their realities. If you like your reality, keep holding on to it. If not, you need to let go of that grip and you need to say what else is possible. You must, right? Because if you want to keep living your reality, wrap your arms around it. Don't let go. But if your reality is less than favorable and it's time for you to turn away from your reality and turn towards possibility, turn towards opening up your thinking to the idea that this could be a gift underneath the surface of what is seems to be your reality. Mm-hmm. Must, because as long as you're glued to your reality, you can't get to where you want to go, especially if you're not happy with your reality. Sure, so, sure. So that's, that's thing number one. Number two is sometimes people hold on to their realities, and I've talked about this whole idea of it being safe. So how do you get from here to there? Yeah. Okay, how do you? It's hard, right? Like, you know, imagining that this is actually a good thing might be too much of a stretch. Mm, Yeah. Okay, might be too much of a stretch. So let's forget about that for a minute. What we're going to do is play with something else, is forget about the idea that this person and their move is actually a gift, is actually an amazing thing that's about to happen, right? For whatever reason. Let's forget about that for a minute. Okay. What we want to do is we want to ask this person a question. Hey, right now you're really focused on all this kind of bad, yucky stuff that's happening. And I'm asking you a question. Would you like to feel better? Is, so 
right? Obviously, so, they're going to say yes. <laughs> but it's not that obvious. Oh, why right? do you say It's that? not that obvious. Because, because right now, the priority is this problem. The focus is on the problem. It's not on feeling better. It's just but it doesn't not, mean they don't want to feel better. It's I understand. Yeah. But it's not just how. It's not just how. It's, it's turning the desire to feel better into the single important, most, most great priority. Mm. More than anything, when I wake up in the morning, yes, I want to solve this problem. But before I solve this problem, my goal, my purpose is to feel a little bit better. Because I can't solve this problem from a bad feeling state. I can't. Right. It's impossible. Yeah. So my job is to figure out a way to feel just a little bit better and then better and then better and then even better. That's my job. That's my task. So okay, what so, do I need to do in order to feel better? Yeah. How do, what are the steps? How do you get there? So it, at Frame of Mind Coaching, we have a concept called trading up. Mm. Okay, so okay. this person might wake up and say, life sucks. I'm trapped. I have no choice. I have no money. I have nowhere to go. I'm going to be starving and on the streets. All that stuff. Yeah, that's goes on it. That's the story. Yeah. So, so what I want them to do is not think that they're going to be kings living in a castle, but I want them to think, okay, so like what's good? Actually, what's good today? Mm. Okay, I have nice hair. <laughs> Yeah. I look I look pretty good for my age. I'm fairly healthy. My kids are good. Okay. Things aren't fantastic. It could be a little worse, but I'm I'm okay. I have the ability to work through this. So did I take you from 0 to 100? No, I took you from no. 0 to 10. And I want you to stay at 10 for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to go to 20, then 30, then 40 and slowly get to 100. But ask yourself the question, what's good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's it good? could be anything. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. And when you focus on what's good and right, then you can focus more on what's good and right and, and more on what's good and right. And then you can look at the situation and say, okay, what are possible solutions that I'm not thinking of? How am I thinking about this thing that's causing me to feel trapped? Mm-hmm. And what are solutions here for me? And who can help me kind of think through some solutions? Mm-hmm. And who can push me to think about things differently? Who can I tap into? Right? And have a conversation that kind of looks like this. Okay. I'm ready to think about solutions. I'm, I, I've been in, in, in a dark place for a bit. I'm ready to see a little light. Well, what if the person has already gotten to the solution mode because they have to actively look and they're looking for the solution and what is, is non-existent and it's still, they're still kind of stuck in what is, does that have to do with their thinking or is it the actual real reality of the fact? It's always their thinking. The last time we spoke, we talked about every problem is a thinking problem. Yes. It's always a thinking problem. So to challenge that. When you're thinking, if, if that person's thinking changes and they trade up to a better feeling place and they get to, I guess, clarity or solution mode, how does that change the reality of the availability of homes? How does that actually change what is? There's, there's two things that are going on, right? Okay. <laughs> One thing that's going on is 
this person thinks that there's a certain neighborhood that they're they can look at beyond that nothing you know that's not well, what option. if they actually are legally bound by that i would suggest to you that there are still solutions <laughs> okay, okay. So, so that's number one number two is that when you're focused on the problem, you think you might be focused on the solution, but when you're focused on the problem, opportunities don't come into your view. They just don't. You're right. actually blocking them off, right? You're saying, no, that's not good. No, that's not good. No, that's not good. No, that's not good. And as you're busy saying, no, that's not good, you're not really open to what could be good, mm. right? And the okay. other piece of it is, is that when your energy is in that state of like life sucks, yeah. What you're doing is you're attracting things that aren't so good. So it perpetuates the story. Yes. And so okay. your job is to lift up your energy so that you can attract things that are a match to a better level of energy. Right? Okay. So you're lifting yourself up. It's like, look, it's very simple. If I walk in the streets, my head is down and I'm frowning. Is anyone going to smile at me? Probably not. Right. If my head is up and I'm open and I'm smiling, at the world, what am I going to receive in return? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Warmth. So I have a question. Is this, is this the, does this tie in with the, you know, fake it until you make it? Because, you know, from what I understand, one of the frame mind coaching concepts, the principles is that you, you know, your is about your beliefs. And does this person need to believe that there's an opportunity before they can get to that feeling place? Well, here it is. Okay, so if I ask you to believe that there's an opportunity, you'll say, but I don't believe it because the reality is, and we'll go back to the same old spot, right? right? Exactly. And I don't want to go back to the same old spot. All right. I want to do is go up by 10, 10% 10 increase, improvement. Not even. 2% is good. I'll take it, right? The 2% possibility that this might not be so terrible, horrible, awful, and bad. Okay. And while I'm at that 2% possibility on this subject, I want to move away from the subject and I want to look at other things that are really good because my, my interest is in lifting up this person's mood, this person's frame of mind, this mm -hmm. person's general feeling. Because mm -hmm. from a better feeling state, more solutions show up. And when you feel better, you have the belief that there is, you know, a rainbow at the end of this issue. Well, you're more you open to that suggestion. You're open to that. You're, you're yeah. more open to that, right? Why? Because from a better feeling place, you're attracting better feeling things. Yeah. So this solution really can, you know, work with anybody and anything, any issue. It could work in, in the workplace if you have conflict with your leader and you're constantly focused on the conflict with your leader and how to improve that relationship. So same concept, right? Well, when you're focused on the conflict, you're not focused on how to improve, right? right. When you're focused on how to improve, it's a whole different subject, right? Yeah. So, so here's the thing, right? We're always looking for evidence to support our beliefs. Yes. So if and that's the reality, is, right? <laughs> if, our, if we believe, if we believe that life sucks, that we're always beaten down. Yeah. You know, here's another. See, there it goes again. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so this whole idea of moving to a better feeling state is also for the purpose of collecting a new set of evidence. Mm. It says, when I feel better, cool things happen. Look, there's an example. Hey, I got an email from a friend being warm and friendly. Hey, I made a sale. Hey, 
You know, my kid gave me a hug today. Hey, whatever it is, whatever right. it is. And so that, and so what we're trying to do is, is help people collect a different set of evidence. When you collect a different set of evidence, what happens? Your beliefs start to get right. right? Yeah. Yeah. We always collect evidence to support our beliefs. So what I'm suggesting is be open to the idea, be open to the possibility that this could be a good thing. You might not buy it right now. Right. But so then let's work on your mood. Let's work on your emotional state and let's lift that up because when we lift that up, we're able to invite better things happening, better, better things come your way. Yeah. So really just play in the space of trying to feel better and better and better, no matter what it is that could get you there. Exactly. Go for a walk, go for a run, uh, have a fun conversation with a friend, Mm -hmm. put on some music, do a little dancing, paint a painting, whatever it is that it takes for you to get to a better feeling state. That is what is required. Mm -hmm. Period. End of story. Mm -hmm. Journal. (laughs) That's right. It's very powerful too. Absolutely. I love this. Thank you so much. So since we're nearing the end of the podcast episode, I want to offer all of our listeners the opportunity to have a complimentary call with us. Uh, On this call, you'll learn more about our methodology and get a flavor for how we coach. So visit our website, uh, frameofmindcoaching.com and sign up. Thanks so much, Kim. That was a great talk. Thanks, Hillary. See you next time. See you next time.